Okay, so you know how the girl has been like depressed for a few days. It's, it was like yeah, bad. I noticed her, last night her period, and then like the weather, the cold front, and everything, and she's just she suffers from major depression, you know. And so, but this morning, like she's finally, I like I actually woke her up early, um, like quite early for her. You know, she's been waking up at in three in the afternoon. You know, yeah. Um, so I woke her up at like like eight or something. Like some, some 8.30 a.m., you know, I like unheard of for her. And I just like spend some time, you know, talking and cuddling. And like now the smiles are starting to come back. And we just, you know, have this moment and we make each other laugh in, and in this way where like our brains were working uh, the same. And so that for some reason leads to sex. And... <laughs> Oh, and it's been now like we're two both days. feeling positive opinions of each other and in general. So we obviously should take this to its logical. Well, it's been like two days. Conclusion. It's been like two two full days, maybe two and a half. Days, I don't know since since we'd had sex because this depression thing. You know, it was just like I think you're so, fucking more than I am now, like more frequently. Yeah, definitely. Like I don't have sex with Adrian every two days at all. Yeah, I just am really addicted to having sex with the girl, and I don't, I don't. No, it's good. Every you other day, that. I don't think you've had that before, and no, I think you need that thank experience. You. I do, and like every other day is fine, but like two, two complete days off, or you like if I and we're we're spending time together, and I'm not. You don't understand. Like something happens to me when I just if I I'm very aroused by her and it's like uncontrollable and so that's a good thing yeah yeah <laughs> also i do understand well, let me not like directly well, I, can't I meant that colloquially yeah 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 i um, get it yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But so I, i'm sure you understand but you know like yeah, yeah. i i'm just like a horny all the time about her and so and so finally like we have this moment and it's organic you know but um we're having this moment where like we just if we just felt so connected and then we start kissing and and, and you know I, I can just tell like oh yay now we get to have sex and uh, and on to the races but you know so we're doing stuff but she's wearing a tampon and tells me that and I'm like oh, okay well fine fine we're doing other stuff whatever but then I'm like what why don't we just go take a shower I, but at this point I'm supposed to be at work at 1:45 and it's 1 p.m. so I'm like let's just go take a quick, let's just go take a quick shower. And so we get up there and then, um, the, uh, water was shut off today, which I yeah. did not get that notice. Um, I didn't either. I don't know if you did, but I yeah. thought about that when I got home at, uh, two fifteen and took a giant shit and yeah. flushed it and it flushed once, but only half the shit went down. Uh-huh. And I was like, did I clog? What did I no. do wrong? God. For the listeners, our apartments are being turned into condos. So there you and have it. And we're not renewing our lease. And Obviously. there are now rats and bugs in our apartment because and the sometimes condos. the water will be shut off and you can't fuck your girlfriend in the shower. This so, place that used to be fucking sick is it now was a awesome. hellhole. Yeah. So, <laughs> so there's not that much water. There are only a few water bottles in the house. And so I was like, oh, fuck, man. Can I still fuck her? You know, now it's 105. Oh, because so now the, you have to ration the water, water. that you used to. <laughs> wash the blood off your hand yeah to wash the blood and then i thought That's about a it dicey game i know but then i was like okay take your tampon out get on the bed because i remembered the two sprites in the fridge and I was like, <laughs> I'll, just, <laughs> I'll just finally <laughs> we've 
that. have these two sprites in the prison since October. That's fucking, oh my god. That is, that's the fucking best. Did you use them to wash the period no. bottle? By the time we had sex, the water had come back on. I was almost disappointed. It went back off. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, cause because it was not on when I took that yeah, shit. Well, they, I will tell you that. Yeah, it's kind of I was come stuck back with that often. for a minute. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about you. Well, that's oh my yeah, god. So then I some, am some proud of your industriousness. Thank you. I, that is, <laughs> I was not going to miss the opportunity <laughs> to be inside my girlfriend. <laughs> just because of some technical difficulties <laughs> she was finally ready to have sex and i was like i'm gonna make you come real hard a few baby times. i know the water's like, off but i got two sprites i got two sp- i got, got two sprites and two fists baby <laughs> oh yeah it's two not just fists, the fingers you're cleaning you're cleaning some fists off you need a sprite I, of fist i do it's the truth be told i wash my hands after with water and soap but then i'm looking at my fingernails and there's like you know a little bit of blood and so it's like those sprites probably with like you know the um fizziness uh we'll work that out underneath the stuff that's yeah dried. it works yeah. out that blood yeah it's a little more corrosive if you're into period fisting make sure you stock some sprite in your <laughs> fridge hot tip from gender fluids mm-hmm. sprite is the go-to period it's really the best beverage. use for high fructose corn syrup <sighs> clean period blood out of your fingernails well, that's amazing i don't put that shit in my body but i will clean the period blood of my fingernails with it This is the Gender Fluids Podcast. We're your hosts. I'm Austin Smart, a 26-year-old trans girl and bottom-leaning switch. And I'm Ariel Isaac Norman, a 32-year-old androgynous boy lesbian. And we're bringing you the only queer podcast that isn't super gay. Gender Fluids is a podcast about all the sex and all the people. If you want to follow us on Instagram, we're at Gender Fluids Podcast. On Twitter, we're at Gender Fluids Pod. Our email is genderfluidspod at gmail.com. On FetLife, we're just Gender Fluids. And you can find us on Patreon at at patreon.com slash genderfluids. Enjoyed the episode, y'all. So what I want to talk about now before I get too stoned is I did end up having an orgy. Yay! Like a proper seven-person orgy. Just the one, not not both nights, but... Just the one, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, Saturday evening, we... Or night, really, we took Molly. So it was... And it, you know, originally I thought it was... The orgy would probably comprise of... Jess, Adrian, Savannah, and Dewey, mm-hmm. and then myself, um, plus two other people, which I guess I need to come up with names for them, too. I'm going to call them Tammy, who is another trans girl, um, and Tammy and Riley, and Riley is a... Uh, Good trans name for one. Well, yeah, well, Riley's, uh, I guess you could say non-binary person, okay. um, so Tammy and Riley, uh, yeah, penis, Tammy, penis having trans person and Riley vagina having they person. So I thought it was going to be us, but Dewey and Savannah ended up taking acid instead of rolling. And so when it, when we were all kind of like trying to lay down somewhere and like just cuddle and chill out and smoke. Kind of in that we're not gonna fuck right now. We're all coming up and we're dealing with that come up, but we need to be in a space by ourselves. So we can just 
do our own thing, right? Because we tried to be in a cuddle tent. Like there was this big cuddle, well, yurt, really, like a cuddle yurt. Um, <laughs> but there were too many people in it, like just doing DMT and like hanging out. And so Jesus. we were like, not really our thing right now. <laughs> so we went to, uh, to Savannah and Dewey's tent. And, but they were just like, yeah, not on the same wavelength. And we were like, shit. Like, gotta go find some other Molly peeps. Well, not just that, but like, even if we don't find other people that are, we weren't even looking for other people on Molly. We were just, we need like a big enough, like we need some space. Like we, mm. want, if, at least like the five of us want to fuck now. Or like want to like, get, yeah. It was just clear that that's kind of like where we yeah. were all kind of moving. Yeah. Um, and so, but uh, Jess and Adrian's tent wasn't big enough. And my little tiny one person tent definitely wasn't fitting the five of us. Mm-hmm. Um, and there was this giant monkey hut set up and it's, which is just looks like a tiny aircraft hanger. Those 10 half cylinder aircraft hangers, you know, mm-hmm. that are open on both ends. It's one of those just made out of PVC and plastic. And they had like a living room set up in that essentially with a big, uh, laid out blow up couch, um, that we could have all laid down on. And that was like where we were going to try and go as our last resort. But thankfully, when we got to this burn, uh, Jess, Adrian, and I set up our little camp and tent. And the people we were camping with as we were setting up, they're like, oh, yeah, uh, lucky y'all. They didn't know about our orgy plan yet. This is just them joking around. But they go, yeah, lucky y'all. Uh, you set up uh, right next to the orgy tent downstairs. And we were like, <laughs> what? And they were like, yeah, there are pe- the people right next to you like down this little stairway, mm-hmm. um, like below us. They're like, yeah, they like came up and told us that just so they know. So we know <laughs> just that. so we can direct traffic. <laughs> well, well, not just that it was like, you know, you might be hearing some noises, uh-huh. right? Cause like we're going to have some orgies in this tent. Probably we were like, Oh shit. Okay. Well maybe, maybe we could try and make friends with these people. Like that would be cool. Right. So when we get kicked out of, uh, Tam, not Tammy, uh, Savannah and Dewey's tent. Mm-hmm. We were like, all right, you know what? Let's go walk and find these people. We'll go see if we can use their tent. Because like we'd found out like the day before as we were getting out of a costume change and going back out to like have some fun, the people that were in the orangey tent, whose tent it was, were like leaving at the same time. And like as we were leaving, we hear the, la- there was a guy and a girl and we hear the lady call out Adrian's name like Adrian and they turn around and it turns out it's two people that they know that host play parties in Austin. So we're like, what? We have an in at the orgy tent? It's the people whose play parties we've been to? VIP at the orgy tent. Yeah. So earlier that we were like, okay, well that's a great option. So we go down there to find them. They aren't there. Uh -uh. We walk around the entire burn looking for these people. Like, come on, we gotta find them. Uh Like we can't, that's our, we don't have anywhere else to go besides that monkey hut, which is very much in the main walkway of this burn in a very public space. It's like, Technically, we could fuck there. No one's no no one would really rules, say anything. But, but it's like we don't really want. It just seems fu- weird. Yeah. I'm not that big of an exhibitionist, right? If no one else is just fucking out in the open, right. it seems kind of awkward. So because yeah, it's like being just like dancing in the middle of a circle all of a sudden when no one else was doing that, and you're like, hey, we're all clearly having sex in front of y'all. Yeah, <laughs> and we don't. I don't really want people to try and join. You were like, no, no, like no, no don't away. mind us. You, you can watch if you want. We weren't trying. We just didn't have anywhere else to have sex. Yeah, not being awkward. Yeah. <laughs> so 
we walk down there and can't find them. Walk around the whole burn, can't find these people. And we're like, fuck. Oh, okay. Well, we're fucking in public, I guess. We're going to mm-hmm. go to this monkey hut. And so we walk all the way back over to it. And as we're like coming up to the blow up couch in the monkey hut, and they're kind of like moving people's shit off of it <laughs> so we can lay down, we hear like a, hey, y'all, like, what are y'all up to? And we turn around and those people are Guardian standing Angels there. Are back. And we're like, oh, it felt so fucking fortuitous. Sure. Like, whatever is running this universe, thank uh-huh. you. Like, you just Set fucking. Set up a nice roller coaster oh, for us. Just <laughs> handed us a big W there, big uh-huh. win. And, and we were like, we, oh, fun fact, we were just looking for you. <laughs> and they were like, oh, yeah? And like, why? We're like, we were wondering <laughs> if we're all rolling really hard. And we were wondering if we could um, use your tent. And they were like, of course. Like, here, we'll take you down there. <laughs> As they unbutton their top buttons <laughs> of their shirts. And so they take us down and they show us like, okay, so here's our little station of lubes and massage lotions. And then in this box, they had a little box. They're like, there's latex gloves and condoms and wet wipes and disinfectants. Um and then yeah. we were like, okay, awesome. And it's like a huge tent, right? So you can stand up and walk around in it. Like there were s- seven of us in it and there was still room for like at least another like four or five people comfortably, but you could pack some people into it. And so we were like, okay, this is, this is amazing. Thank you so much. And they like put on music for us. And then, um, and then they're like, do you, do you mind if we join you? And we were like, <laughs> No, dude, not at all. <laughs> right? And I'm surprised so, you hadn't invited them. It seems like you should have invited them before they had to ask. No, I. Th- I mean, they would have. We could have said no, and they would have let us just use their tent. Like they're re- sure. they were absurdly nice, like people, right? And this is a very common thing for them. I get the sense, and so it's mm-hmm. like, yeah, you can use it. We're gonna go walk around and have fun, but just you know, pick up after yourself. And mm-hmm. so uh, these two join us. Um, and they're both super hot. So she is probably in her 40s. That's what I'm imagining. A nice, like, kind of the parents of the group vibe. Uh, the the penis person with her who's exploring his gender a little bit. And is, uh, but he but definitely just looks extremely, like, normally like masculine, but very attractive. Super hot and fit and has this, like, sexy, like, body tattoo that comes around. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like, like frames his pecs sure. really well, okay. and his shoulder sure. and his arms. Oh, yeah. Um, so he, the, he, she was there. They were there. Um, How old was that person, dude? Late thirties, maybe oh, okay. early forties. Nice. Yeah. yeah, kind of. Yeah, know, fun it's, ages to add to the orgy. Yeah, it added a really nice dynamic. Mm-hmm. So that was the seven of us. Then it was Jess, Adrian, mm-hmm. um, Tammy, Riley, and then these two. What are their names again? <laughs> oh, fuck. Uh, let's call them. What about Kai? Kai? Yeah, sure. Kai, Kai and Heather. Kai and Heather. I like that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so their names, we're going to call, we're going to go with uh, Kai for the penis having. Questioning. Questioning. They're moving through their gender, person. but looks very, like, manly. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Heather for the. Uh, 40 for the lady, mm, yeah, something forties, mm. maybe God, early fifties. That these both of these people, they're dude, they're hot. Like when they were like, "Can we join?" Like I didn't want to ask them to join and be presumptuous, but like, yeah, in my head, I was like, 
I hope they join us because that's going to be. See, I think you should have just invited them. Well, I mean, that was being pulled. I, mean, I already was asked. He's like, hey, can I, I use your like space? I feel like it's the people having the orgy who should invite the couple offering the tent, not the couple in the tent who you know who have who should have to be like, hey, can we join? I feel like well, y'all should have like been that. like, hey. I- I don't know. I mean, maybe if it was like not a burn situation, but mm. like in that space, it felt fine. Just to be like, yeah, can we please use your tent? Like, cause part of that whole, the idea of the burn is That's just true. like sharing. gifting and yeah. sharing with, you know, without the necessity of reciprocation. You're right. Maybe right? in that case, it's kind of equal who asks whom. Yeah. If it was like, if we were just like, all on ecstasy and at my apartment and needed a bigger space to fuck. Then if I'd call the friend to use their house, I would be like, Hey, do you want to join us? You know, hey, right. We, you want to, you want to fuck. And also with a bunch of our friends, <laughs> what, how, what order do you ask that question? Anyway, gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. So, uh, Kai and, uh, Heather join so y'all. They join us. And so here's, Did they just start taking off their clothes. Are y'all naked already? Well, we're we're already pretty scantily clad because we're at a burn. Like there wasn't a lot of like clothing in general. Okay. And like pretty quickly once we got in there, like we all just started taking our own clothes off. Like because it was just not as soon as, but as soon as like, can we join you? And we were like, yeah. And like we well we sat down and we had like some we had a conversation about like STDs and protection and stuff like that. Um, and uh, you know, just like consent and kind of a few ground rules and then we all just kind of started like fucking around with each other you know like slowly like exploring like what we wanted to do and so the breakdown of who's there there are three penis having trans girls <laughs> uh-huh. For, wait can we first get a straight up and down genital count that's what i'm going through oh, okay fine three penis having trans girls uh-huh. two they vagina people okay one she vagina person and one gender questioning penis person so you have four dicks and three vaginas total yeah four dicks three vaginas three women four women oh yeah the no, wait sorry I four women forgot my organization two system. they them here we go this and is, one <laughs> questioning take a picture of my representation <laughs> do i don't have my phone? oh yeah i do i got it okay so, so yeah, i'm gonna keep <laughs> this up actually for a reference chart okay so how does this work walk me through because i have definitely never had a seven person orgy on molly or anything akin to i this. haven't either so well you've this- had some things akin to this Kinda, so, yeah. Yeah. How do you start the dance that is seven people who have just just halted everything to have a consent talk? Now what? Well, I mean, what do you go one, two, so three, horny. go? No, I mean it's just kind of like um, whoever wants. I mean, I don't remember. Here's the thing: I don't remember the order that things started in, and I kind of have a vague order of the way things happened in. Uh-huh. And I definitely don't remember everything because so much happened. Sure. We were in that tent for the rest of the night. So we were there for, um, <laughs> <laughs> from probably like 11, 1130 to 6 a.m. Nice. Okay. It was a long. Yeah. Because you, I'm, yeah, your Molly schedule. Yeah. That's yeah. about what that would be. Sure. Yeah. But you know, it started with like, um, somebody asking, I'm, I'm thinking Jess, uh, got her dick sucked by Kai first. That was kind of how it started where Kai was like, do you mind if I like go down on you? And just like, yes. Right. And then I think what positions 
Oh, I mean, so I think Jess was just laying on her back and Kai was like sucking her dick. Kind of on top. Yeah. Gotcha. Um, and here's the thing is there wasn't any point really where all seven of us were kind of like together in one fucking Is there a formation. bed in the center? What's Yeah, the- they had what I think were like several different like super cushiony futon mattresses like put okay. together across this whole thing. So the whole thing and then blankets okay. and blankets on top of So quite large. Yes. So like we bed. can all seven lay down comfortably Damn. and still have a little bit of room. Okay. It was an, and, and they have professional yeah, orgy tent. This shit. is not their first fucking rodeo. <laughs> and like they have like a, they had like a fold out table in the corner with like music and the condoms and lube and stuff on it. And like uh-huh. there was space on the side for our bags and stuff. Like it was a huge tent. It was, the tent was probably, about as big as our living room or a little bigger. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. It was the shit. So, yeah, we kind of all just, like, slowly devolved into kissing and touching on each other and just generally fucking, like, I, like, spent a lot of time going down on Adrian at the beginning and, like, eating their pussy out and fucking just, like, touching him and like messing with them, which eventually after a little while, a few other people came over and like at one point, some, I think Jess was fucking Adrian while two people held their legs apart and like two other people held their arms down. Uh-huh. So like every limb was like held down with one person fucking. Actually, I think that was the only time all seven of us were involved in a thing. Yeah. Okay. So isn't that's it one, two, one, three, two, three, four, five, six? Oh, no. So and then someone. I think Heather was watching. Okay. Heather actually said after it was over, which I thought was interesting, you know, she was like, you know, we've been in a lot of like orgies and things like that, but that was the first one. I think that was the most I've ever voyeured because, you know, in orgies, like you'll, and in, kink parties you'll hear people say voyeurism is a form of participation Uh right so if you go to a kink party or you go to an orgy you don't necessarily have to physically involve yourself in like the sexual acts you can sit there and just watch and enjoy yourself you can touch yourself on the side like if that's okay with everybody right Mm -hmm. voyeurism is a form of participation and at the end of it she's like yeah that was the most i think i've ever just watched because like y'all were all so hot and like just doing some amazing things like let me just give you a highlights reel of my night my probably my favorite moment of the night personally mm-hmm. uh was i i wanted to get hit there was a lot of like spanking going on mm-hmm. um and so i wanted adrian to use the ride a, a riding crop on me and then jess to come in and spank me with a big leather paddle i have uh-huh. Like that was kind of like the like combination I want. Well, no, I wanted it to be Adrian for a while to oh, warm okay. me up with that crop and then come in with the paddle at the end and really do some work. Uh-huh. So that's kind of what happened. Adrian comes in and is fucking like going to town with me with this fucking like riding crop and I'm loving it. I've got like a silicone bit gag in like mm-hmm. that. Uh, it's like a, you know, horses like bit oh, okay. that you stick in your mouth. Yeah. But it, has two big loops right on the side of the mouth that like attached to a strap that you like mm-hmm. tighten behind your head. I don't know how you handle stuff in your mouth. Oh, it was so nice. Cause I'm, you know, trying to gum and it's silicone. So it's got a little chew to it. Mm. Um, and so it felt, it felt really nice to have in my mouth. Um, also I just love having my mouth held open. So I have to drool and like, I'm like, like, uh, 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 it's so hot. Interesting. 
so I'm sitting there and Adrian like hits me with that riding crop for a little while. Then Jess steps in and Jess like, you know, is really fucking good at like, uh, spankings. Like just has had like a lot of practice in like the kink and BDSM world. So Jess gives me this like amazing like spanking. Um, and then like at the end of it, like, you know, she like grabs my hair and like pulls my like head back and like comes up to my ear and she's just like, now whose are you? I was like, she's like, that's right. You are. You can call me big sister from now on. And I would just like melt it. Like that's so fucking hot to me, dude. <laughs> oh, like, like, you know, like cause <clears throat> we have this, we, we've talked a lot sure. about how like, <laughs> uh, we think it's hot that like, there are two trans girls fucking this like yeah. non-binary person. It's and ridiculous. I've got a thing for, I got a thing for daddies. And so like Adrian very much is like a kind of like a daddy person for me. Uh-huh. And so, so we joke about how it's like, she feels like my older sister, sure. like trans girl a lot of times. And like, so like when she said, we, but we never verbalized mm-hmm. it before. And so now when, you're she, on Molly and everything. And when <laughs> she said that, I was just like, and could, but she said that in like a threatening way. She was like, who are, who am I? I was like, you're a big sister. <laughs> I, was, I was like fucking like, so I was so into that little girl sub head space, like instantly. Jesus. And then she's like, that's right. And like, whose are you? And I was like, yours. And then, uh, out of, out of nowhere, Adrian comes in and like moves just to the side. She's like, what did you say? She's like, did you just say that you thought she was yours? She's like, no, she's not yours. Both of you are mine. And I was just like, oh, so hot. Oh, plot twist. Great, great yes anding Adrian. Just like the yes and of the the night. That's the right way for that porn to go. I know, but just to be watching from the sidelines and not really have had talked with either of us, and but to know us both well enough, they just fucking came in and did that. Yeah. And they're like, both of you. Yeah, y'all are all on the same page. Yeah, they're like, both of you down there. And so we both got on our hands and knees and she's like, now you both have to be punished for what you got because whose are you? And she starts uh-huh. like hitting us <laughs> and like punishing us because, and then really punishing fucking yeah. Jess because of, because, Oh dude, it was so goddamn hot. And she was like, she's like, whose are you really? And I was like, you're his daddy. And you know, just through the butt bit getting, <laughs> just like mm-hmm. getting hit. It's dude. It was, that's what, like I've said, like I've had some like porn level sex before, but like that shit, you could have yeah, live no, streamed for. You can't find porn like that. No, nowhere. Because here's the thing: while that's happening, other shit's happening around us too. <laughs> All right? porn should be made by people on Molly who are really into each other. <laughs> that would be nicer. Uh, like it, I. Yeah, it took me a minute to come out of that part because just because like once I was in that headspace, I was just like. I kept that ball, I kept that bit in my mouth and around my neck, even when I wasn't wearing it for a while, because it just like kept me there. But like, oh yeah, uh, um, I got to suck so much dick. I fucking went down uh, on Tammy and her luscious, luscious, luscious girl cock. It was just I spanked Riley for a while, and it was super hot. Like. I don't know. I I've never had an orgy like that. I don't know. The whole experience was extremely also like positive for me just as far as like my body goes. Because like sure. I've been feeling more confident in general, but like being around people that like I thought 
were super attractive and then seeing them think that I'm like really attractive. I don't know why like things like that, like whenever somebody that you think is attractive finds you attractive back, (laughs) like that's such, (laughs) you're laughing at the attractive thing Uh and we'll get there. Yeah. So so, you find them attractive. So then they 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 find me attractive back. It's very validating or whatever. Right. And like, um, feels wonderful. So much love. So, so much love. Okay. Let's take a quick break and then uh, we'll come back with some more fun shit. Hey, y'all. Thanks for listening. Uh, If you like the podcast and want to leave us a review, please head over to Apple Podcasts and leave us a review like this one. Uh, I enjoyed the review from Creamy Pussy, five stars. It's called Oh Yeah, Just Like That. Excellent and thought-provoking content that can make anyone, no matter what your fetish is, feel a little less alone and a little turned on. Wink. Perfect. Give us more stuff like that. Yeah. Head on over to Apple Podcasts and uh, drop us a review. Thanks. It says, it's really important to be receptive to critique from community and not attempt to hide it, which only makes it grow. Okay. Some of your tendencies on the show to laud normative beauty standards are harmful. And they give examples, quote, their mom was relieved that I'm attractive, end quote. Or the threesome, the threesome was great because A, B, and C, and that we're all, we're all attractive. What about some young listener trying to find community who has to then rifle through all the possibilities of what that means and try to negotiate whether they are considered attractive enough to relieve their partner's mom or be visually appreciable in sex? What if a trans listener weren't, quote, attractive? Would mom meetings and threesomes be hindered by having different facial and body proportions? Please stop using this term as though it contains any objectivity and as though this universalized usage somehow doesn't perpetuate beauty hierarchies that actually just terrorize real trans people, including y'all, I'm sure. Hashtag internalized oppression. (laughs) Qualify attractive with, quote, to me and go further to address and obliterate attractiveness hierarchies in your show for the safety, welcome, and basic respect of the community you ostensibly ostensibly aim to serve and inhabit. And then there's just another end part that's like, on the flippantly generalized and bemoaned temperament of black dental hygienists, this is egregious racism. Deal with it immediately. Which I'll just sum up and say, if you want to listen to the egregious racism, you can go to the dental fetish episode and check it out for yourself. And let me know if you think it's racist um, that I made a joke about the fact that I hadn't been to the dentist in three years and it hurt when I got my teeth cleaned. But I don't even speak to that. I want to talk about shit. attractiveness hierarchies. Well, I've got a lot. Yeah, we have a lot to say in here. Attractiveness off, hierarchies is, by the way, my new fr- favorite phrase in life. Well, can we just? I want to talk about the first sentence because it's like it's really to be. It's really important to be receptive to critique from the community and not attempt to hide it, which only makes it grow. I don't um, understand that. Like, what, yeah. Okay. We haven't like not we have, first off we really haven't received any critique from the community. The f- only thing that someone sent us that's been negative was. Uh, the there was a girl on Twitter very early on panda something oh yeah that tweeted at us that she liked the podcast up until it was on the third episode until yeah. the dicks and jars thing and that she, that was too much <laughs> yeah she didn't like the dicks and jars which is my favorite thing we've ever done I know. <laughs> episode three she's like sorry man <laughs> but like sorry if you were offended by dicks and jars you might want to get off the train and we always we we. Unless you're just like trying to fuck one of us, and even then, we'll probably still respond on like Twitter and Instagram and Facebook. Like, yeah. we message like people that listen. Yeah, we message all the everybody time. back. 
Um, yeah. Being, I engage with all listeners who talk to me. So the fact that this person is writing us a one star review um, instead of sliding into our DMs, which we make completely available, it's like engage with your feedback. You weren't giving us feedback. You're publicly, you know, saying something. You're trying to get which, and here we are giving them attention, but. Fuck it. We got fuck some it. We to have say. to talk about attraction desires. Yeah, like, this is fascinating to me. So, yeah, I just didn't understand. You don't try and hide. We're not trying to, hide, to hide anything. I love talking about <laughs> shit. <laughs> you know what? I <laughs> Bring it. Also, it's like, what? Yeah, I don't understand and that. And I, I mean, when I say bring it, I mean, I, we're also completely open to change. So... Like, make a good point. I don't know. You're going about it in the wrong way. You're going about it in the open. wrong way to be like, you're being rude. Like if you actually wanted to change our hearts and minds, yeah, have a conversation with us instead of trying to drag our algorithms down. Fuck you. That's not the right way to play. Mm-mm. Um, be an adult. <laughs> Jesus Christ. We're yeah, right here. It's a very childish review. Yeah. Slide into our motherfucking DMS. If you want to have a conversation and we, we're very friendly too. You know, you haven't even tried it, but like, well, I'm very friendly. Sometimes Austin goes off the rails well, if you if it's in the comments respond. on a Facebook thing. But if you're in our DMs, I'll very, usually very, talk to you. Very cuddly place. Um. Okay, so where do we want to? Start? I like this. Like, <laughs> I don't know. Where do we want to start? We, we just got to go through this whole motherfucking thing. Okay, so the first question that this person poses to us is, um. What about some young listener trying to find community who has to then rifle through all the possibilities of what that means to try and negotiate, whether they're considered attractive enough to relieve their parents, okay. partners, mom, or be visibly appreciated in sex? Um, wow. If you think that like you, there's any way of escaping that in this world, you're... Yeah, you've discovered attractiveness yeah. from the Gender Fluids podcast. Wow. Among all of the things that you could have possibly stumbled upon and learned for the first time on the Gender Fluids podcast, the thing this trans person is encountering is the idea that some people find other people attractive and some people don't. Wow. If that, if some people appreciate you visually in sex and some won't. Some mothers are going to be like, eh, I wish my kid had done better. And some aren't. I, I, wow. Yeah. If they're just learning that here, they've lived a blessed life. Jesus Christ. The bubble that that kid is living in. What is it? What kind of hippie commune has this person been living in where you guys are all shaving your heads and, and, and your eyebrows and you never discuss like, what are you talking about? And situations and like proposals like that kind of piss me off because it's like, that's not an invalid argument. If you're talking about like a mother or a parent, like around a child and the way they're talking and interacting with the child is they're growing up and learning to perceive sure. the world. But like, that's an, un they're putting us in an unrealistic scenario. Yeah. So if you're not listening to this pod, if you're able to get to this podcast, you've lived in the world that we live in long enough to have like mm -hmm. been exposed to the idea of attractiveness. So, they're not suddenly going to hear this and be like, wait, am I, am I actually ugly? Is because of this podcast, am, am I unattractive? I've never considered this before. That, exactly. This person is fine encountering the idea of stuffing dead fetuses up a man's butt and then pooping it out at the hospital, but they're encountering attractiveness <laughs> in that the concept episode. of attractiveness for the first time. They, they're, they're upset about the concept of attractiveness. Yeah. That, and that the person is going to have to encounter that and the, and the, that attractiveness is valued in our society. We we're not supposed to ever mention that attractiveness is valued in our society and that there is something and well, we have to get into it. I mean, at one point she even says something about, or they even say, I'm sure, you know, 
um, that something about, um, it's like, what if a trans listener weren't quote attractive? Would mom meetings and threesomes be hindered by having different facial and body proportions? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, they would. They threesomes? absolutely would. I'm supposed to have threesomes with... I'm supposed to have no respect to, toward physical appearance when I choose threesome partners? Is that the idea? I don't know. Yeah, okay. <sighs> Hold I on. I mean, do you, would you... We can like take the word attractive out and just change it to bodily preferences, but then would we be body shaming if we're like, I don't like these types of bodies and I do like these types of bodies? Also, mm-hmm. here's just a personal pet peeve with this person. Uh, they've clearly not listened to this fucking podcast and heard me talk about how, one, I don't like what people that are considered stereotypically attractive all the time. I mean, yeah. I do, but like... I am attracted to a broad range of people. I like people that look a little different in some way. Like that is like my thing. Also, I'm attracted to almost fucking everybody, which I've said countless times. Like there are very few people I wouldn't like find somewhat physically attractive or couldn't work my way into doing that. So you clearly have not listened to anything we've really said. Right. You just hear us say attractive and you are associating your idea of what attractiveness is and how people commonly use it to us. You're putting your ideas onto my words, which is fine. But like when I say attractive, I'm like the to me is implied. That's implied. That's what I'm saying. It's like, that's insane that you're supposed to say attractive to me. Everyone knows that that's what you mean when you say so-and-so is attractive. Obviously, you mean to, to you, you don't mean based on a chart of facial features that you've averaged out in your computer mind, you know, to be like objectively attractive. You mean attractive to you. Every That's just how that word works. It's a, an insane thing for this person to ask of us. And at the same time, they say that there's no objectivity to attractiveness, which I hate to break it to you, but, you know, babies look at the faces that adults have rated as more attractive longer and more often than they do the faces of people who adults have rated as unattractive. So there is some objectivity to symmetry and kind of whatever you know there's some stuff like that so i'm sorry it's not and it's not like it's like that that's the end all be all of it just because those studies exist doesn't mean that there is some like definitive hierarchy to attractiveness but you can't deny that our society like has that idea built into it and i don't think it's a bad thing to talk about what you personally find attractive which is all we do and a lot of times when we say someone's attractive so much of what we're responding to when we say that is confidence is like maybe you saw them play the cello i mean they're so attractive you know what i mean sometimes you're not even talking about physical appearance and especially you know vagina people a lot of the times when we talk about people being attractive you know there's all kinds of fucking factors going on like the the word just has never meant on a on an objective scale that what has in the past i I think in the past it probably has but i'm just saying like if you like what you're showing is that you truly don't trust us and our like good intentions right Like, you are imposing upon us this thing that you clearly have some sort of, like, I don't know, a strong opinion or issue surrounding where, like, that's the thing you latched onto is our use of the word attractive and our talking Mm -hmm. about people being attractive. And that's your new, like... That's your new crusade is, you know, you took out the word crazy a few years ago and now it's attractive. We can't talk about attractive because then... like. There is a reality, which we've talked about on this podcast before explicitly, to the fact that if you are more conventionally attractive, your life is different than if you are let not you're not so conventionally attractive. Yeah. Um, and again, we, and here we are talking about conventionally attractive. We use words like that, and sometimes if 
We use the word attractive. But the absence of the absence of that word isn't implying that we mean it right. the literal meaning, the stereotypical meaning right. of conventionally attractive. Right. Yeah. If you don't have like the two cents to like kind of roll with it and like give us right. the benefit of a doubt, then why are you fucking listening to this podcast? But anyway, there is a real difference to life, um, you know, for for people who are yeah. more, you know, and and so it, to not talk about that is just unrealistic, you know. Yeah, and also I don't know. I would much rather prefer we. Re- it sounds weird to say reappropriate the word attractive, but I like and using that word to mean attractive to me it's the Mm -hmm. things that i talk about as being attractive right Mm -hmm. like all the time i tell you i think people are attractive and i know that you wouldn't think that right we have different definitions but i'm not going to stop using that word because i think someone's attractive and you don't i know it's a personal preference and i like normalizing the use of that word in that kind of context right using it outside the bounds of conventional like right and i'm trying to understand your experience and so when i ask you if someone is attractive i'm not asking about an objective chart of a, of conventional track i'm t- i'm saying were you attracted to them did you want to have that set did you want them to join your orgy you know what i mean like yeah. <laughs> i'm not just trying to paint a picture in my mind of the aesthetics or whatever. It's like, I'm trying to paint a picture in my mind of your psychology. So I need to know whether you were attracted to someone, that kind of a question. I mean, I, I, if I had said, well, Hey, were they conventionally attracted? <laughs> I, you know, if I was like, were you, yeah, you were like, yeah, they were very attracted. And I was like, well, I mean, conventionally, conventionally, you know? Okay. Which now that I'm thinking about it, I probably do stuff like that sometimes. <laughs> no, you actually don't. <laughs> okay, cool. I was ready to. Say. I mean, what'll ha- what will happen is like I'll say they're attractive, and you'll be like, "Yeah, like what do they look like?" And uh-huh. I'll describe them. And you'll be like, eh, "Not my, not my thing." Right. Well, I or, also you know. want to know what they look like, but it's like. But you- I know. But I'm saying like, but that's it's fine if like you have a yeah. preference of yeah. person, and that's the thing is you haven't seen them. You've only heard my right. very positive description right. of them. I'm pointing out the things that I find most attractive about this person. And so even without that visual of actually know what they seem like, you can go, doesn't sound like the type of person I'm attracted to. Right. Because that's the thing about uh, when we talk about attractive too, Austin is essentially attracted to everyone and I am attracted to an extremely narrow range (laughs) of people or a few extremely narrow ranges of people. And like, that's just also a fun little dichotomy. But my extremely attractive little ranges of people don't fully line up with like, I'm I'm attracted to nines and tens only. Like, that's insane. No, you you just have a specific type. I just have types. Yeah. And so, you know, it's also kind of a joking thing, you know, when I talk about someone being attractive or not, because it's like, my tastes are so narrow. Like, who would use me as a source for conventional attractiveness or, or just whatever? I don't, you know, yeah. any way to use that word. Oh, let's, yeah, let's talk about this ending bit for a second. Um, <laughs> hashtag internalized impression. Okay. Is that supposed to be some sort of burn? Like, it's not like we're touting ourselves as some like, holier than thou queers that like have ourselves figured out ariel openly talks about her own internalized homophobia and like gender issues here's the other thing that uh fucking got me and just also told me it's like you really have not listened to this like if you listened to the first episode of season two you wouldn't have this sentence doesn't make sense okay Mm -hmm. and it's like uh you know 
qualify attractive with, quote, to me and go further to address and obliterate attractiveness <laughs> hierarchies in the show for the safety, welcome, and basic respect of the community you ostensibly aim to serve and inhabit. We are trying to do none of that. No, I I'm not to trying to obliterate attractiveness <laughs> hierarchies. Not only that, Here's the thing. I also what think, what about this show makes you think we're trying to serve the community? Yeah, serve the community. We're not. We the first look. We are not here to educate you. We are not here to give you a completely accurate or factual information. Though we hope we try to do something kind of. We like do that. have a segment called "Let Us Educate You." Yeah, well, it's joking, <laughs> but but we're not here being like, here guys, let us give you the answers to everything. like. That's not what we're doing. We're not trying to like. We say we're trying to make the world a better place, which I think we might be doing, but we're not trying to like make the queer community a safer place necessarily we're not trying that's to, just not really our vibe is what we're trying to say yeah like i don't think that it's a bad thing that other people are trying to do that yeah. but that's not, that's what, not what we're this podcast here to do. is we're not this trying to fun, do the opposite funny either. you might learn some shit you might learn some crazy shit you might just hear some random fucking disgusting shit that we make up that's basically what happens yeah. here <laughs> so this isn't like we are creating a safer world for trans people i mean i think we are because probably if you listen to this you'll start to think trans people are cooler than you did before but yeah we're not and look i'm not saying we're doing trying to do the opposite of that i'm not saying we're trying to make the queer community a less safe space we're just not trying to like that's not the point of this show this isn't the area that it's we're just doing a ridiculous that thing and go further to address and obliterate attractiveness yeah hierarchy. address at what point in time what do you we think we're ever... gonna we're gonna start ranting against attractiveness hierarchies no you obviously don't listen to our podcast anywho um, look if you if you're a listener of ours and you we you know we ask you to leave reviews and to rate the podcast but seriously if you listen to this show with any frequency at all like please go leave us a review it's it's super nice for us to see the people that actually listen to the show and enjoy the show yeah like we've gotten so many nice things written on there already and like they're people that write us in messages like if you've written us a message please go write us a review and like say like love chatting with them like there's some of you that we talk to kind of regularly right Mm -hmm. you know i know a lot about a lot of listeners lives leave it leave us a rating at least go click the five star thing it's not hard it's not hard but leaving if leaving a review feels really good yeah you know i'll tell you when you leave a review for something you love you know and also don't forget that like if we get 500 ratings Ariel will finally, in you, will finally get to know the full proportions of my dick. Mm-hmm. So we're almost there. <laughs> we're 104 down. 396 to go. Mm-hmm. So get on it, people. <sighs> yeah. And feel free to use the ratings, uh, or f- and uh, feel free to use the review area to leave your guesses for my yeah, dick. Yeah, we've gotten some guesses. Feel free to leave whoever's closest. I forgot, I forgot what we said. We've given out like three different prizes, I think. <laughs> we'll have to go back and see, see which one. Yeah, let's do that, though. No, let's give out a real thing. Maybe you can have my pa- my packer if anybody wants that. We need... We'll slowly build a prize basket. We'll build a prize basket. It'll be used sex toys. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have a prize basket of various used sex toys uh, and stuff. Unclean. <laughs> yeah, or whatever. Up to you, cleaned or not. But whoever gets closest... <laughs> <laughs> I whatever, love that. don't clean it <laughs> whatever you prefer <laughs> and then whoever and you know whichever one of us you want to use what and then <laughs> whoever gets closest uh so we do quarter of an inch or what for length we got to do both length and uh girth right i mean you can leave whatever dimension you want dude no i'm talking about for the prize 
Oh, yeah, within a quarter of an inch. So you need a quarter of an inch on both length and girth, people. And that can just be your all that you leave in the iTunes review. That's all we really need. And whoever's closest... Or you can leave a real review and then also leave your guess. And then whoever's closest, um, once we get to 500 reviews, is going to no win. ratings. I mean, no. Oh, 500 ratings, you're right. Whoever... Uh, yeah, whoever's closest once we get to 500 ratings wins a prize basket of used and either cleaned or uncleaned <laughs> sex toy stuff. Sure. Want to do the fetish of the week? Sure, let's do it. You want to guess? Well, Iron told it to you. Yeah. But... Oh, dragons. We're doing dragons. <laughs> dragons. But specifically, I want to do uh, scalies. Okay. So you know how there are furries? Yes. People who yes. are into animals with furs. There mm-hmm. are also scalies. People who are into animals with scales. Lizards, snakes, you know. Mm-hmm. Dragons. Yeah. I love some dragons. Do you think that lizard guy in Austin is a scaly? Does it, is that was a sex thing? I don't know. You should probably, you know, join the community. He'd be popular. Uh, Yeah, I don't know. I mean, maybe. You should ask him if he ever does scaly stuff. Yeah, he could probably make a lot of money doing, like, custom scaly content. I wonder if he's a scaly camboy. (laughs) Dude, we should, we can do some Googling and figure that out. Yeah, we can. (laughs) If he is, we'll have him on the show. Hell yeah. Yeah, I don't like scalies. I'm just going to be, I can, okay. That's a lie. I can get into dragons. I can't get into snakes. I fucking hate snakes. Snakes will never be sexy to me. Yeah. They only make me want to murder every, the snake and then whoever put the snake in my vicinity. And then probably anybody just immediately around me just out of fear. Okay. And Yeah, hate snakes, it. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and then lizards, doesn't... like, uh, I mean, I can, I can kind of get into the idea of like an anthropomorphized like lizard if it's like bipedal. Mm-hmm. So, you know, like... Like a man body, but like lizard like head. Mm-hmm. I can get into something like that, but I couldn't get into like an actual like walking on all fours, like weird lizard type thing. Like, ew, nope, like me either. No. <laughs> Sounds fucking stupid, but but dragons. Okay. that's hot. I that's mean, that's fucking sexy. Yeah, I could see. I could see that because like the Game of Thrones dragons. Yeah, because yeah, the Game of Thrones dragons were already kind of sexy. Yeah, like if they like you know like when there's that one scene where the fucking queen you haven't seen it yet, Spoiler. but it's not spoiling anything. It's okay. just like the, she's like trying to like get the dragon to do what she wants. No, right? Didn't we just watch that last night? Isn't that why that's on your mind? Oh yeah, we did just watch yeah. that last night. <laughs> I was like, yeah, that's the scene I was thinking about. <laughs> we just watched it. Yeah, she's trying to get on the dragon, yeah. her dragon son, and he but, and like you know he's like, yeah, being all rebellious. But what if instead mm. of just bucking her off, he then like grabs her and holds her down and starts to try and fuck her? If it wasn't his mother, then I would be into I that. Mean, a little dragon incest never hurt anybody. <laughs> I know it would just it would just bother me. If, uh, that <laughs> really? was the dynamic, yeah. If but if a dragon like yeah, if it fucking wasn't a person, his mother, yeah, that'd be okay. I could see that. Yeah, or I guess, another dragon. I guess that's all it takes is for these movies and things to kind of anthropomorphize these animals for me a little bit. Because that dragon had a lot of facial expressions and like a lot of personality. Yeah. So I think because of that, it helps me be like, oh, okay, yeah, I can have sex with that because they've humanized it to some extent. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's so hot. Game of Thrones, I'm sure, is doing wonders for the scaly industry. Oh, yeah. Scaly I mean, so the scaly thing was huge before Game of Thrones. Like there's mm-hmm. a company called Bad Dragon. Mm-hmm. 
and they make dragon dildos and they are like the industry standard for these bad for like the dragon dildos. they need to sponsor us because i want to i want to get my hands on one of these i mean i'm i have plans to just buy one because here's the thing on their website when you go to it to like buy like dildos like you can buy like pre-made like uh dildos right it's a set color or whatever but they also have like custom almost all their dildos are customizable you can buy like size and they also have like you can add the option of a suction cup on the bottom or not but only if you don't have like my favorite thing that i want so desperately which is a cum tube it's it's like a little tube that runs up through the dildo mm. that on the other end there's a and uh, syringe yeah, that you yeah. fill with like cum My lube. ex-wife and I were planning on getting our hands on one of these if it existed in order to make babies yeah. with it. Well, they exist to fucking... <laughs> fill dragons up, but to yeah. To fill dragon... Well, it could spurt, be a dragon dildo dragon for all I care. I have a huge... I have a huge like cream pie like impregnation fetish where I just want to like have like a dragon or any kind of like mythical creature really to just like... Fuck, forcibly fuck me and like fill me with their cum and like make me have their babies. Uh-huh. The babies part is optional. Really just the forcible fucking and like making me cum and like uh-huh. filling me with cum. It's really where I'm at. And like the idea that like you can buy a dragon dildo and like fill yourself. It's just like, uh, it's been on my bucket list of sex toys to buy for a long time. But the problem is, is I have, I'm very indecisive and can't decide which model and version I want. There's so many to choose from. Like some people collect them. They have like, they're so customizable. They'll have like 20 like yeah, bad dragon is, dildos. Yeah. Too customizable. Sizes. Makes an indecision. Mm-hmm. But they're so cool, dude. They look so well, that's fucking That's why we cool. need them to sponsor us so that we can get free ones. That'll yeah. be a lot easier for you look, to. Whose genitals do we have to fucking do suck whatever to or do whatever. Yeah. You really just name your price. Is it illegal we'll to it. offer sex for <laughs> for sponsors? Because that's not we're not asking for money for just for dildos. That's yeah. not illegal, is it? Just send us. I mean, if you want, I'm sure we have ad space if, we if, can sell. But also, you can just send us some dildos. Yeah, I don't know. Dragons. Well, I mean, the nice thing about dragons, though, they're in so many different books and settings. That like once, I mean, at least for me, I've I've got obviously gotten into dragons, right? Sure. Not other scaly things, but like once you, it's one of those things that's been very uh, easy to unlock the door to, like mm. in my head, because it's so fantastical. It's like, like snakes, those are all real animals and things. And so it feels odd, like the tangibility of it's right there, as opposed to like a dragon, which can never like actually exist. Yeah, that's true. Anywho, scalies, thoughts, comments. Concerns. I keep thinking like someone dressed in like a shimmery dragony outfit could you know I don't I don't know exactly I I see something in my brain I don't know how to describe it exactly like form fitting or kind of whatever like not to actually look like a dragon but to look like an anthropomorphized dragon yeah I was just thinking that dragons are can be very like androgynous androgynous masculine yeah um and so I think that I. Like this outfit I have in mind that it kind of, it plays into that. I think that's why it's being attractive to me right now. Well, that's a big thing within the whole dragon community is like a lot of like intersexed and like having Mm. multiple genitals, like a vagina penis situation, like, or like a retractable kind of like sheath penis, like, but also like a vagina and like, yeah. Uh Since it's so fantastical, people come up with like great, but some of it's like, oh, that 
that's fucking perfect, mm-hmm. right? A lot of playing with gender, you know, also a lot of just transformations in general. A lot of people starting off as humans being turned into dragons mm-hmm. and having to deal with that or... Yeah, interesting. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be cool if instead of becoming a um, a wolf at the full moon, you became a dragon. Oh, that'd be oh, fucking tight. sick. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. You're like, well, I turned into a fucking dragon yeah, once no a one, month. <laughs> why is, no one complains about yeah, that Yeah, everyone's just kind of <laughs> chill with this. <laughs> we fly around and it's like, go uh, on an adventure. And you have a problem with this? No, still no, wonderful. Fly around, go on an adventure, we fuck, and then I change back. <laughs> and once a month. <laughs> Dude, that should be a porno we make. Yeah. <laughs> the guy who turns into a fucking dragon. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, uh, I got bit by a dragon when I was younger. <laughs> well, you got to bite everybody if that's how that works. It's probably some other kind of thing so that only he gets to be the dragon. I'm going to see if I can make a dragon porno for that film festival. If we could get like do a dragon orgy. See, there you go. Now you have a budget for that costume. <laughs> oh, man. That would be sick. Oh. We should start a Kickstarter for our dragon porn. <laughs> yeah. Oh, let's hey. do a GoFundMe for not. Yeah, we sh- we we might do that. But also, let me throw this out there to all of our listeners. Um, I I am curating an hour of queer porn for the Contrast Film Festival uh, happening this year. And if you have some porn you've made that you think would be cool to be shown at a film festival. Send it to me. Please send it to me. Um, you can send me Dropbox links or Google Drive links or send me your Vimeo page with it locked to private and you can give me a password or your Pornhub account. Any, any way you want to get me a video, I'll take a look at it because I'm, I'm looking for weird, queer, in-your-face porn. Or if you just, I don't know, I just want to see some interesting shit. I'm so fucking excited about this film festival. But yeah, dude, Dragon Orgy. Would you do it? If, what would I do? We'd have an orgy, probably in our apartment. We'd you know dress it up or whatever, but then like we would get like six to like twelve people and like try <laughs> like ideally get everybody in costumes and makeup and have a couple dragon dildos and like have worked out some scenes and some scenarios of like being dragons and just like all fucking um, and then just film it. I mean, you wouldn't have to fuck us, but, like, if you and Casey could be, like, two dragons fisting in, like, one part of the scene, and then, like, me, Adrian, and Jess are, like, three dragons, like, spit-roasting and, like, over here, and then, like, we're filming it, but, like, it's, like, like, you know. I'm not ready to have no separation between my friends and my sex life. It's Um, not, it's just the one time. I know, I'm just, I'm just saying, yeah, if we can, if we can fuck and not fuck y'all, if that's okay. Oh, yeah, no, y'all wouldn't have to fuck us at all. Then... We'll just be in the I'll same room. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I'll that ask her. That would be her. so cool. A fisting, a queer fisting spit roast dragon I, scene. I'll ask her if she's That's interested in being fisted. We could get our friends to like do some other shit in the middle. Like, porn. This is a hard maybe because I really don't know how she'll feel about that. Yeah, maybe. But that would just, I'm telling you, that doesn't exist. Yeah. <laughs> I know it doesn't exist. Yeah, probably not. So. And we could dress up this like place to make it look like. A little dragon den. Okay. Like, you know, move the furniture out and make it like a dragon fuck den. And then like... <laughs> okay. <laughs> couple smoke machines, casual smoke machines. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we got to start a GoFundMe for our dragon porn, <laughs> our dragon orgy porn. Oh, Look for yeah. that, everyone.
so if you two join, that's nine people uh-huh. that I know we can get. And that's without even really trying, dude. Yeah. <laughs> the hard part's going to be the makeup and the costuming. Yeah. Oh, dude. Oh, there's plenty of people for the orgy. That's clear. This would be so hot. <laughs> this would be so fucking cool, dude. Like, what if we did it and we all just took, like, one, like, a half or one point of Molly just to, like... Yeah, Emma. probably we will. Yeah, probably for sure. <laughs> getting a, oh, just getting like, a groove. And like, people are always like, oh, those poor porn stars, they're all taking drugs in order to in, not hate it. It's like, I don't know if they're all just doing Molly and having sex. Like, it, it might not be horrible I'm also for some like, of them. You know, if like if I'm going to have a dragon origin, I kind of want to have like the best experience yeah, I can. Yeah, you may as well. <laughs> Let's get me in the mood and like make me feel... Well, time it out because the girl also, and I... It's going to help break me out of like my head so I can like act a little more dragony without feeling weird, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. All right. Anyway, dragons. <laughs> anyway, dragons. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> dragons and drugs. This has been another NPR production out of Safe Space Studios. We're broadcasting on 66.6 FM. That's KFUX. Peace. Ciao. I'm Janish Meeting, a native writer and comedian, and I'm thrilled to announce that my podcast, Woman of Size, has found a permanent home on the Hoo-Ha-Ha Network. On Woman of Size, I talk to artists, writers, activists, and thinkers about their big-ass lives, their big-ass experiences, and their big... Asses. Woman of size is plus size. Latina. Flawed. Curvy. Curvy. Thick queen. Queer. Fat. Black. Disabled. So come take up space and subscribe to Woman of Size on Apple Podcasts or wherever you like to listen. Be big, baby. This has been a Hoo Ha Ha Podcast.